0: Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Your host, Brian Wallace, with the Next Action Podcast. Glad to be back with you for a nice... Fast 15 minute clip into greatness. And today we have my friend and colleague, Adam J. Carswell. For those of you who don't know Adam, Adam is a real estate entrepreneur and the host of two podcasts. I don't know how he's got time for all that, but he does, and he does a great job with it. Dream Chasers and also the Lieberland Show. I bothered to ask him how to say that. It's pronounced Lieberland. He is affiliated with Concordia Realty and ASIM Capital two private equity real estate firms that partner with accredited investors and institutional clients for passive investment offerings. Welcome to the show, Adam. How are you today?
1: Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. I am feeling great, ready to get this day rolling or keep it rolling, I should say, and excited to be on the Next Action Podcast.
0: The one. Yep. You got it, man. So let's jump into it. Like I said, this is a 15 minute and we're already a minute and 30 in. So let's jump right in to your thoughts about creating a brand using new media. I know you and I have chatted about that before. We'd love to hear what you have to say on that.
1: Yeah, I have. And um, if you ever go to everyone listening, um, and I'm sure there's going to be links into, in the show notes, etc. If you go to my website, if you go to my LinkedIn page, pretty much anywhere, social media related, um, you'll see a little logo on my pages. It looks like it says I X. That's what I've noticed people uh, tend to call it. So I've started calling it I X just because it's easier, but it's a personal brand that I created. uh, I don't know, four or five years ago at the most, a mentor told me, Hey, Adam, you know, you should, uh, you should create your own logo. And when he said that, I didn't even question because it was a mentor at the time. Like, okay, yeah, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> and so I did it um, and not really knowing what it would actually turn into. And I think even still to this day, I'm not sure like, man, what is this thing turning into? But I've been able to stamp it on, for example, my podcast, Dream Chasers. I have a vlog called Untitled. You'll see the logo there. Um, I have a friend who knows how to build online clothing websites, for example. So I actually launched my own online store about five months ago. Uh, for a great price, by the way. If anyone wants to launch their own online store, I, I know someone who can help you out. <laughs> um, But this brand continues right. to grow, and I just put that that IX stamp on there wherever I can. And we can talk about the meaning of that a little bit if you want, but I know we got, we got 15 minutes, so let's do it.
0: Yeah, I think we should touch on it a little, but I think to what Adam is saying for the audience out there, I think it's really important to have a personal brand that follows you everywhere, some kind of icon, some kind of totem, some kind of inspirational style, icon, logo, design, whatever, there's different ways that we can title it. But yeah, let's dive into it just briefly.
1: Mm -hmm. Explain what it is. I think that's Absolutely. And so to me, it represents two things, freedom and unity. Um, How I came up with that, that's where this this story gets really deep. So uh, we'll have, if anyone wants to know the true origins, feel free to reach out to me after the show. But I will say that IX, if you look at it closely, it's actually the Roman numerals number nine. yeah, Roman numerals number nine, uh, and the number the number then nine is uh, is my number. I was once told also that because I was born on March eighteenth, most specifically the eighteenth. If you take one plus eight, uh, that's nine, and that's how people decide what or can determine what their number is. Whether or not that's true or accurate or whatever, I mean, who knows? But I kind of liked it, and I ran with it, and I started looking up the the meaning. Of the number nine as well. And I was like, wow, that's, uh, I, I like that a lot. And it makes a lot of sense for who I am.
0: Very cool. Nine is a powerful number. We could probably spend a few hours on that. <laughs> In the interest of time, I think maybe we should keep on going. So, yeah. So, continuing on your brand journey, your personal brand, really kind of building that out using new media. So, tell us a little bit about the Lieberland show. What should we know about that?
1: The Liberland show was something that unfolded. Before me, because of uh, the fact that I was doing Dream Chasers, my other podcast, and and also I should say the fact that I was vlogging. Uh, Lieberland, go ahead and, and look it up right now if you're listening. Lieberland.org. You can find out all, all you need to about the country. Um, it's a small country between Serbia and Croatia, founded four years ago by Vityadlichka. Really, really cool story there. So just go ahead and do your research on Lieberland. I had begun following the country in 2017, I got on their uh, email list. Uh, right now, for example, actually the country has 600,000 outstanding applications for citizenship. So it's, in my opinion, it's on pace to be like the next Monaco slash slash Singapore, Hong Kong type of type of place. But um, uh-huh. they,
0: that's oh cool. yeah, it's,
1: it's a cool story. And so the leaders of the country, um, which I actually didn't even know that's who it was, but the leaders of the country were coming to Washington, D.C. to host a networking event. And I was living in D.C. at the time. Uh, this was last fall and I RSVP'd to come to the event and I'm thinking I'm going to show up and it's going to be like a hundred people there. I'm not going to meet to get to meet too many, you know, iconic figures or whatever, but it'll just be a good environment to be in. Next thing I know, I walk in There's a table seated for like 20 people and I'm sitting down, I'm having dinner with the vice president, the president, minister of foreign affairs, etc. cetera. Um, I get the president on my vlog and I'm like, Hey, this is what I can do. Can you guys use me? Uh and the next thing you know is found out that they started a podcast that no one followed followed through on. And I was like, hey, look, I have dream chasers. I can do this. Do you guys mind if I host the Liberland show? And they're like, here you go, Adam, here's the keys. Do it. <laughs> so uh episode forty is coming out in like today, actually. Um, so there you there you have it.
0: See that, ladies and gentlemen, the power of networking and going to events and cross-pollinating that with our online worlds. Before you know it, you will be podcast representing a nation. I was just looking it up. So it looks like it's a micro-nation, right? Mm -hmm. I actually know some stuff about that. I have a friend... And maybe we can tag her in the comments too. Uh, she's the queen of a micronation called Ladonia. So maybe I can hook you guys up. And I know that they do all these delegation conferences and stuff. So maybe we can help get all these places on the map. <laughs> we <laughs> See like I did that. There? On the map. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I'm sure people weren't expecting that, right? So there's a difference between building a personal brand and a business brand. And before you know it, there's a country, Before you know it, you're building so a wow, country, so- right? <laughs> Yeah, it's wild, right? So, hey, why don't we dive in and go from the personal brand and the physical locality? Because I know you do some stuff uh, just in terms of leveraging human capital in real estate. I know that that's uh, one of the other hats that you wear. So maybe just tell the audience a little bit more about what you do and how you do all this stuff right I mean gosh this is a lot of time commitments across a lot of things
1: every day is pretty busy but that's uh that's what makes it fun and it's good to have uh, actually I'm sure you can relate Brian because I know you're you're always working on some pretty you know different but similar projects and uh, if it's the same thing every day we get kind of tired of it right so um, in regards to human capital the best way I can explain it is obviously you have like regular uh, I guess you could just say cash or equity and money capital, but human capital is your network. And a great quote that I've heard many times now the past couple of years, I don't know if it's just getting popular now or what, but it's your network is your net worth. And I can 100,000% say that even where I'm sitting here today, which we're on the phone, I'm in St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada. The reason why I'm working remotely from here is because of somebody that I that I knew in my network. Uh, the, the way that I'm doing these projects and, and working for ASIM Capital and Concordia Realty are again, because I I was networking, I was reaching out, I was building relationships. And so what I found is as you keep that focus on meeting new people, building new relationships, coming on shows like this, which is like an amazing show. In the long run, what that does is it builds the human capital to a point where uh, you can go do and experience so many things um, and build so many bridges that you wouldn't Normally, be able to, had you not just taken a step forward.
0: 100%, man. Couldn't agree more. I appreciate the the kudos on uh, liking the show. I know maybe it's not for everybody. I just felt like the world needed something a little shorter form. I got really frustrated with a lot of podcasts that were like an hour long. And it's like, please, please get to the point. I got to the point where I sometimes, the only time I even listen to some of those podcasts is if I'm going on a short flight and there's no Wi-Fi or something. And it's just like, hey, let's just download a couple and do that. Because I, I live in the Midwest in the US and my commute isn't that, big of a deal. I know that like the average commute in the US is only 25 minutes anyway. So I felt like the world really needed some short form, not just inspiration, but just get to the brass tacks, get to it where people can upload all the the deep learning and deep knowledge. And to touch on your point about the network and net worth part, I feel like the word networking has been so kicked around that mm. people are just like, oh, networking is bad. I don't want to be that guy that just hands out the cards and I'm a real estate agent or I'm a car salesman. And again, no disrespect to either of those professions. Everything could be a good profession. There's just bad apples that ruin the world's perception mm-hmm. of them. But I think that oh, networking is just so misunderstood. It doesn't mean that you're the over-aggressive sociopath that just throws business cards at people. It's about building those relationships, and I feel like it's an art that some people may have a, a natural proclivity toward, but I think that really anyone can be trained in a, a proper way to do that.
1: Wouldn't you agree? I completely agree, and it's uh, it's also a balance between now versus life. You know, when you go into a networking opportunity or you're meeting someone for the first time, if you have the mindset of you know how can I. Get to know this person over the next 10 20 30 years instead of how can i make a sale on them right now that's also when you really see a big shift in uh, in your sphere and their sphere
0: exactly life is long we're not there to reach into each other's pockets and take hundred dollar bills out you shouldn't just go straight to the sales pitch and the business card maybe say hello maybe introduce yourself how about delivering value how about being a normal person these are relationships you, and you never know what's going to happen next. Like you said, Adam, you know, now you're podcasting for a micronation. That's some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> you weren't expecting that when you woke up the day before, right? I was not. It's pretty awesome. Very cool. Hey, so in our last few minutes here, I know that you and I have talked a little bit about the digital nomad life. I feel like a lot of people don't understand what that means. Sometimes they just think that's like a trendy millennial or Gen Z thing where I don't want to be tied to a house and I'm just looking fancy on Instagram. But the more I talk to people of all sorts of ages. I see a lot of my friends and colleagues really embracing that. It's not for everybody, but I I see a lot of people doing that for a long-term thing or even for a temporary kind of situation. So I'd love to hear, I'm sure everybody listening would love to hear your take on that, how you're doing it.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's a good fit for those who are creatively inclined, for those who kind of view themselves as artists. Cause when I look back at it, not for myself, every. Well, one or two out of 100 people I meet also happens to be a digital nomad, or at least doing, doing it in the capacity in which I am. And so it's hard for me to say like, oh, this is how you do it. But I can share uh, what it's been like for me. And again, it does come down to networking, it comes down to me almost not even realizing, but when I look back on it, you know, I had this vision that one day I would like to work from anywhere in the world, basically. Um, and I didn't know how I was going to get there. But I just kept moving forward. I kept talking to people, um, I had an opportunity last fall. I moved from Washington, D.C. Um, to San Francisco at the time. And during that transition was when I was like, oh, wow, I pff, I got to find a way to, to to keep making money when I get to San Francisco. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it. I reached out to people in my network. Next thing you know, you know my one firm, ASIM, who I was working with at the time, my workload increased. And then also um, I picked up a similar workload with Concordia Realty at the same time. And from there, it's just continued to snowball. It's like, you know, there's no way I could have could tell anyone, hey, this is how you do it. That's just kind of how it happened for me.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's usually a some sort of change of life circumstance or opportunity. I would agree with you that it definitely helps the creative types of people, the types of workers that kind of get bursts of inspiration. I feel like there's definitely what to say about working from different places with different venues. Uh, Just even if you work, let's say in a co-working space, moving your spot from here to there or different views out the window, all those things are good. I feel like a part of me is really into that and into that movement and thinks it would be fun. I also have a big family and I don't know, I feel like between that and the amount of travel time I might lose on just working on projects, I feel like it's not for me, or at least not for me now. But hey, you know, times change, circumstances change. I know we had someone on the podcast, um, Stuart, who used to be the editor in chief of VentureBeat, travels around the world and gives keynote speeches about people in tech not committing suicide and mental health and all that. So I- I've definitely seen people. Uh, of a wide variety of ranges and backgrounds, really embracing it. So Adam, looks like we've reached literally the end of time. You've been a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for your time today. And please let everybody know where they can find you and all of your projects
1: online. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Brian, thank you for having me. And you can connect with me any way you want to. All of my hyperlinks are on carswell.io. That's uh, I is in Idaho, O is in Ohio, carswell.io. Awesome. Thanks again, Adam. Thank you.